finally back together. Yes. I don't think we did. Yes. <laughs> uh, it only felt correct for the finale that we were all back here where we started. Mm -hmm. Where we started. It's, mm -hmm. it's been nine weeks. It's been a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the T in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. And it's been a really long week. So <laughs> I'm drinking rosé today. <laughs> because I deserve it. Did I drink half this bottle last night? Perhaps. Um, but I wanted to show off my glass, because I don't think I've ever used this one on the pod before, but it's a little, it's like a short stem. It's really cute. So. Love that for you. Thank you. And I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea per. And uh, if you have tea, you know what to do. Hit me up period and you know i'm being very responsible today because i have to get up in the morning very early in the morning so i'm just drinking water i'm you know just regular old h2o but if i wanted something in my mug if i had some tea i would put it in this cup period where you can get all your cup merch on the link, you see that below, lanagcreations.etsy.com. All the cool kids have one, so you should join in and be cool with us. Get your cup. Cup. We have cup hats. We'll have cup shirts. We'll have cup sweatshirts coming soon, period. One cup day I'm going to stop saying coming soon, and it's going to be there. Cup socks. Cup socks. We'll do it all. Why not? I have a lot of ideas for Inside Joke merch that I have to run by you at some point. <laughs> um, one of which definitely is obstacle, obstacle, obstacle puzzle. <laughs> just just on a shirt. I feel that. like that's so fitting. <laughs> yeah. Like how they do that, like the person and person and like for the friends when it's mm -hmm. like uh, Joey and uh, Chandler and Ross and yeah, like I would do like <laughs> obstacle and obstacle and obstacle and puzzle. <laughs> So that might be coming to a screen we'll near you. Out. We'll work it out. It's me. Hello. Mm -hmm. Oh, where is my screen? I am off screen. I have to see myself when I talk. Hi, it's your girl, Ashley Keenan. Back, back, back again. But for the final time with this season, let's cry because it was a good season. <sighs> Australian Survivor, one of my favorite shows. You know it. I love it. <sighs> And uh, I'm here to talk about it because, girl, I got thoughts. I got tea. I got thoughts about tea. Um, do you have so, tea yeah. about thoughts? I do have tea about thoughts. Probably Great. The T-H-O-T-S thoughts of it all. Um, Great, yes. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And there, there are some Simon thoughts. and a Speedo the whole season. And thoughts Sean in, in that yellow. Mm, mm -hmm. Girl, but we'll talk and about that. At the end, I was like, Matt. Hey, yeah. Matt. With the scruff, it really did work. It really Absolutely. did work. There were some thoughts in me, trays. And then this. I'm going to be really honest. It's, it's slight spoiler, but like if you haven't watched the final week, go do it. And if you haven't watched the season, go do it. But like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. In George's jury villa, 
when he shaved everything and just had the mustache, I was like, wait a minute. I think he like lost a lot of weight and got pretty like um, trim and like uh-huh. everywhere. Like I, I I could see that being why. And I never thought of him as like at, at attractive, really. No, no shade. But I was like, okay, George. Maybe it's because you didn't see all the crusty blood from his scar. That you way. know that probably is it. Yeah, that that could be. I miss but, David. Oh. I do too. Oh. I miss David. <laughs> I've been seeing him on Nina's Instagram story, and I'm <gasps> yay life. Yeah, I love it. Yes. Um, I don't really I have Gatorade, so we're we're not excited. Work well if you haven't. But I'm if you haven't guessed by now, we're here for the final week of Australian Survivor Heroes versus Villains, the penultimate episode and the finale. Um, we are finally all back together. I had to take a minute and there were two weeks I didn't cover and I was sad. Um, But we were here, we were living and breathing and we come back uh, from tribal this episode and our dearest Nina Diaz trying has been eliminated. And I was very upset. (sighs) That was disgusting. I was not surprised whatsoever. No. No. Um, that George decided to go with the boys as opposed to Liz and Nina. I was holding out hope of a final two of Liz and Nina. And then plot twist, it's a top three. We'll talk about it. But um, I was upset and disappointed personally. And uh, yeah, we come back and Liz is also disappointed. And she's not just disappointed, she's angry. (laughs) She is angry and upset that once again, she has been lied to by George. I yes. almost, I forgot his last name for a second. Isn't it like Vladinov or something? Um, just a second. I can, I, I have a fact check really close. Thank you uh, very much. George Mladenov, M-L-A-D-E-N. What I think the M is silent. Mladenov. Mladenov? Mladenov. I was close. Yes, um. You are much closer than I ever will know. Right. I literally just had a picture of his last name. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, George, is we'll call him for short, because he doesn't need a last name, apparently. He just needs a title. King, King George, George, period. King George. Um, and you know, usually I will be like, ew. But if anybody deserves the King title this season, <laughs> it was definitely George, because he was almost impossible to get off of that island. Nobody wanted to step to the king and he played the role. So if anybody, I'm going to give props for props or due. If yeah. anybody deserved the king title this season, it was definitely George. Yeah, this season, but not last season. No, this season. <laughs> this, this, this season. Did I say that? I'm sorry. You sure did and I'm keeping it in. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, Liz is upset. George is trying to tell her, oh, we'll vote out Jerry. That wasn't going to happen. And then we get this precious segment with Jerry. And he's like, you know, I think I've played a really good game. Um, I was, you know, sent to the villains tribe. I had to, like, work my way there. I caught on with George. We overran the OG heroes. 
he's I've got a final two with Matt and we just have to get there. And I was like, oh, Jerry. Jerry. <sighs> we all knew you were either going to be the first person voted out or the GOAT this season. We just didn't know which. And, you know, we found out. It's Australian Survivor. We should have known he wasn't going to be the first out. They really keep the old people around <laughs> all the time. They really do. And we have, what, two winners over the age of 40, I think? I know we have one. We have at least three. Is it three? How old is the winner of All Stars? Yeah, don't uh, younger. Yeah, I've never seen it. That's that's why I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the obvious one. Yes. And then a couple of them are like around that age now. Yeah, like the over forties, but like yeah, yeah. There's at least two. Like that three. one person you were talking about, probably close. You guys can say who they are. I'm probably not going to go back and watch it. No, so because it's... we're going to do the cup refilled, Lana. We're going to get our way through every season. No, I'm kidding. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to watch it. No, that's kidding. valid and understandable. No, I think David is close. Yeah, he's got to be. I'll look it up while we continue talking. Just I was gonna say, Shane is the only one that comes to mind because I don't, I, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe. That's the other one that's a Maybe. Because I, oh, um, what's his face? Mark? The, yeah, Mark. Oh, he's not 40 yet, is he? He has a younger kid. I. We're, we're just looking up Googling ages right now, <laughs> y'all. While well, you're Googling he, ages. He's 44. Oh, uh -huh. well, David's 43. Or, he, or he's 43, actually. So David and him are the same. Okay. So we okay, have so three-year-olds. Three, yeah, three over the age of 40. Great. Anyway, um, I was like, oh, Jerry. 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 Um, but then, anyway, we go to the next challenge, and Liz is the only woman, and George is the only returning player, yep. and it's two heroes Jerry and two villains. Yeah. And yep. work. Um, <laughs> so then we're at the challenge and JLP goes, <clears throat> well, you're not playing for immunity. And I was like, I'm sorry. This is final four. We're, we're not, we're not playing for immunity. He's like, no, you're playing for an extra vote. And I will say at this, when he said that and throughout the entire challenge, I was like, so Liz is going home if she doesn't win. So Liz is going home. So you are rigging this against Liz, is what I'm hearing. And like I was pissed. I was pissed. I was like an extra vote. Like, so everybody's up for elimination. Like, nobody's going to be immune. Like, I was very confused at this situation. I was like, what do you mean an extra vote? Ugh, this game. I literally, like, get like let out a huge sigh and a huff like ugh this game is driving me crazy like I was so annoyed because I'm like why are we not just sticking with the final tribe uh challenge get them immunity and then we go and vote someone like ugh. but okay I was so, very annoyed throughout the whole challenge I was annoyed yeah so we have to throw balls onto a 
a, a tall shoot, a typical typical thing. This is a good old obstacle, obstacle puzzle, obstacle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because then you have to, it's a combination, which I do enjoy. So you have to throw the balls, and you have to go under the net, and then you have to build the puzzle. And then what was the last part? I don't remember the last part. Um, throw bean bags, which is the bean bags on the onto bean the, bags. the poly uh, die. Yeah, oh, yeah, there were like five of them. I, yeah, five I was like the step. thingies. I'm like, that's so far. Yeah, I would not do well. <laughs> um, and you know who didn't do well? Most of the people in this challenge. Everyone uh, but the winner. <laughs> but the winner. Because, um, you know, uh, Matt was doing pretty good. And then out of nowhere, second place, Jerry. <laughs> Can you believe it? Jerry in second place. I'm like, I, I dead ass. I was like, I'm sad that Liz is not doing well. Liz and George did not do well at all this challenge. And so it's literally Matt or Jerry. And I'm like, no, you better fucking work, Jerry. Get your immunity win, Jerry. Get Thanks your win. Get your challenge win, Jerry. <laughs> um, but no, that didn't happen. Matt won the challenge in a landslide. Um, and then <laughs> after the challenge, we find out, oh, it's not an extra vote because we're voting someone out. It's an extra vote because we're voting someone off the jury. Which I guess, uh, and also final three, right? So it's either. And it's final three. For the so, first time in Australian Survivor history, it is a top three. It is. It's the first time. Last, last, last season. Was last, it last, last season? season? Last season was final three. For the second three. time in Australian Survivor <laughs> history, I've had wine. I don't say I remember that. I have put that I've entire season. Seasons, so. I have put that entire season out of my brain, and we covered it. We did. I put that. In, you can go watch it if you really want to. It's just us complaining the whole season. I don't think we complained the whole season. We, we complained a lot. I, I didn't. I didn't. I did. Okay, you can watch me complain the whole season. Ashley yeah, was a very um, Mark Stan. Uh, so yeah, I like Mark. I was a fan. I didn't care for Sam as much, but I like. See, Sam. I, I'm a Sam fan. I'm not. But I like Sam. But I thought, sure. yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a. I had a very interesting relationship with Sam. That uh, to, to be honest, and you can tell in our reviews, I clocked out when both Nina and Sandra were gone. Mm. Like I was like mm. I when Nina Sandra and Khan and his sister oh his sister Amy was it Amy yeah yeah when when, when Nina Sandra Khan and Amy were out I was like well yeah I just love Bloodwater so like that's why I loved it but you know that's either here nor there that's why we got Nina mm -hmm. on this season because she was robbed and she would have been yes. would have made this season much better but yeah. we move we move we, we do move. move. So Matt has an extra vote. We're voting mm -hmm. someone off the jury. And the discussions at camp very quickly, we kind of center on two names. It's Simon and it's Shawnee. And yes. I don't like either of them. Not me either. Can I just say, this is where I was very annoyed. And I got super annoyed with Jerry in this conversation mm -hmm. because 
not only was he spouting some very sexist, misogynistic bullcrap, mm-hmm. but he stood ten toes down and was like, "That's just what I think." Like he was like, "We have to go against these women because these women are going to stick together," and I'm like, "What? No, that's not what." As a woman, I've voted at women before. That's not, you can't just assume. It's not that, like, I voted out several women and was very vocal about voting out some women. It's. I voted out women too. (laughs) I just want to be included. It's just like, oh my God. And he was just like, I mean, look at, look at, look at the jury. We have Shawnee, Haley, Nina and Flick, they're all gonna vote for Liz because of girl power and that whatever that is. I'm like, whatever that is. Like last time I checked, I'm pretty sure. No, actually, don't quote me on this. Did Flick vote for George? Oh, to go? No, to win. Wasn't she in oh it was two. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I'll fact check it. Um, Thank you. I just, I, mm, probably not, if I'm being honest. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure Shawnee's voted for Amanda Wynn. I mean, my thing was like, I could understand him saying Shawnee because Shawnee and Flick, I mean, Shawnee and Liz were besties. And like, absolutely. she probably was going to vote for her best friend. And I understand that. But to be like Nina, Flick, and Haley, they're just all going to vote for her because she's a woman. Not because she played a good game. Not because she was being a cop beast out there, but because she's a woman. That's what offended me. I was like, sir. Sir, not just because she's a woman. They vote for her because she's good at this game. They vote for her because she played an amazing game. They'll vote for her because she's just that a better shit. player than you, point blank and the period. Point blank and the period. As not we because... saw come true. <sighs> so I'm just but... like, yeah, that was my ugh. I was like, oh, this is where I'm annoyed with you, sir. Because if I'm looking at this scenario. Of the jurors that we had at that moment. I would say the only vote that I clocked for sure, and I didn't see it changing regardless of who was in the final three, was Shawnee. Mm-hmm. So I do think that was kind of the logical mm-hmm. the logical choice. And I'm we'll talk about I'm not mad that they that they voted out Shawnee. I mean I'm mad, but I'm not like I, I understand the reasoning to vote Shawnee off the jury. Like, that makes complete Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. I agree with you, the way that Jerry specifically went about it wasn't the best. Yeah, Um, I I, I think, like I said, I I don't, I think it was the the plan to say Shawnee is a a vote to go because she'll vote for Liz. That's fine, because that's, I think that's very true. I think she was a solid vote for Liz. I don't think they would ever change it. If Liz made it to the top she was not going anywhere you know Shawnee's vote was going to be solely for Liz clearly but to say that everybody's just going to vote for her because she's a woman that's why I'm like ooh, ew gross man very gross for you to say that 
I did love that, you know, I'm, and I, I, I hate saying this, but for the first time in this season, Matt kind of has a strategic a moment, oh. a backbone. <laughs> um, Oops. <laughs> because we finally, he's the one that suggests Shawnee. Mm-hmm. And he's finally like, I mean, no, it makes sense to do Shawnee. And George is like, well, what do I do? I don't know what to do. <clears throat> it literally doesn't end up mattering because we go to tribal. It's four to one. And, oh no, where is my, there it is. And Shawnee's voted off the jury. And uh, Shawnee takes like a champ. She's like, I'd vote yeah. me out too. Absolutely. And, to be fair, it's her third time on the jury. Exactly. She's already had two times on the jury. Yeah, so she, she's had her time. I'm happy. I, I will say I love Shawnee, but the other option was my boy Simon, whose one goal, if he couldn't win, was to be a vote to cast a winner. So and if, for that I'm happy. Yeah, I was so happy to see that he, oh, I just really got an accent there. I'm, I was very yeah, happy. Dude, oh, was when, you, when you said no 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 when you said bean bake earlier, I was like, oh yeah, there's the Wisconsin. I found it. Was it. Real happy. I was like, whoa. I don't know. So I happy with her bean <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was like, oh. let's, Mm, let's get presenter voice back on, not Midwest Ashley. Sure. Uh, oh God, yeah. Um, no. Oh no, it's here. No, it's here. It's staying, love. It's here for good. It's here for good. I can really turn it on if we need to. And it's great. Here. I I love it. We need to do. We need to find a season where um, someone is from Wisconsin, so we can just like Andrea Balki, but she is not. Oh. She's not the like the most nasal. Her story post survivor is one of the craziest because she's now dating Sander. Are they? I, I thought they broke. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, Shawnee's voted off the jury. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the finale episode. Yeah, I think there's uh, uh, there's a few things that I want to highlight about it that I that made me go, huh, hmm. <laughs> and then some of them that made me go, mm-hmm, and things that made me go. Yes, all of those. There was a all lot of, of emotion. Them. A lot of emotion. It's a lot of it's a lot of emotion for winning Australian Survivor. Yeah, and there should be right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we start. It's what did we think of the finale intro package? I do I love do intro. Love Me too. It's the one thing I will say about um, Australian Survivor is. They are cinematic as hell. Mm -hmm. um, they will create a great story. Uh, even if you, if you, like, minus, my, oh, did they put in the inter package? Minus them spoiling the winner of the first season. Like, come on, cut that shit out. We don't need that cinematic moment. But otherwise, it's beautiful. I love it. That's one of the high points, other than editing out women and minorities. <laughs> I will say, though, 
they kind of spoiled the winner for me in this episode. Because I was watching when they were doing the whole, you know, cinematic cinematic talking about each person. They did a story for everybody except the winner. And I noticed that and I was like, huh. That's what I was watching because I I kind of, I think I got spoiled before I watched it. Maybe a little, I think. So I kind of knew. I knew who the final three was going into the episode. Yeah, I knew who the final three was going into the episode, but I was like, I think I saw who won, but I wasn't sure I saw who won, so I kind of was like, if that's the case, since I didn't, I wasn't sure if that's what I saw because I, you know, you go through Twitter and you just scroll past I'm, real fast when you see it. Literally, literally me. It's like me on a Friday trying to avoid drag race spoilers. I'm like, no. Right. So I kind of thought I saw, but then when I saw that, that that person didn't get a mm-hmm. story, I was like, oh, I think you just told me. Okay. But it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. But they, they do love the cinematography and I love it for them because I think it's so good. And I honestly think that Survivor US is starting to pick up on that because this season on US Survivor, the cinematography is amazing and they're doing so much better mm-hmm. with the whole, like, giving us the intros and the you know, backstories and the the the, the shots over the new the new era of American Survivor has really kind of leaned in, and I don't know if it's necessarily because of you know the two other major franchises that we have being Australia and South Africa. I don't know if it's inspired by that. I would like to think so, and I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's they definitely stepped it up with the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that again we had a global pandemic and they couldn't film for a full year. Year and a half, I think, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, coming back, you get new resources in a year and a half when you're not, you know, mm-hmm. six months out of the year filming Survivor. Right. So um, I definitely think, I, I hope that American Survivor is catching on. And I do agree. I think the cinematography has been really, really good um, over this Survivor 44, which you can also check out on the channel. <laughs> We're covering that too, and all of its craziness. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, so we go in final immunity challenge, and you know, normally Ashley and I know because we've seen every season. Normally, it's some absolutely wild contraption. I, I mean, I think of the two that stick out to me, not necessarily because they're like big wild contraptions, but the two things that um, I think of are the one from season one, which was kind of a throwback to US where they have to keep their hand on the rock. And I think of Brains versus Brawn where they're in that like cage and they're like maneuvering the pegs and Haley ends up taking the win. Um, those are kind of the two that I have in my mind. Um, Ashley, I don't know if you have any other final immunity moments that stand out to you necessarily. I, I the first season I always watch and think of is the one that took the longest. It was um, yes. CBC two, um, where they literally stood for six and a half hours. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, you know, breaks the record. Yeah. 
So yeah, you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this time, no, there's no big contraptions. No, there's nothing, nothing too major. We're just literally just standing here. Mm-hmm. Just standing here. And there's spears in, in, in your back. Wait, I think we missed the most important part of this, though, is the setup to the thing. Because they're... They, they have more than that. They have a little distraction. They have their loved ones. Oh, yeah, there's family. Um, uh, the one point that I had that I really just wanted to make, <laughs> I brought this up because this was one of my to-do talk about list. Okay, so okay. JLP goes, George, are you ready for some love? Are you ready? And I was like, Who, who's George bringing in? And then out his mother? comes his mother, his dad, his dog, one of the things you think, right? Uh, who <laughs> no. the fuck walks onto these rocks? Kara, I screamed. So, Lana, you have no clue who this woman was. So, this was Lana, or not Lana's. This was George's number one ally on Brains versus Brawn, who sacrificed herself for George early in the game, and then was rigged and twisted back into the game, only to go out. What I think fourth. Fifth or fourth. She got fourth. So, like, she was the Jerry of Brains versus Brawn. I think that's a pretty decent comparison. Um, Maybe maybe more so than Matt, just without the strategic skills. Yeah. Or without the cop skills, is what I meant. Very much so. Very much a pawn. Um, You know. Yeah. But I, I, I messaged my friend Dylan, who's on New, New Zealand Survivor. I go, well, if Kara can be a loved one, you could probably be any of your friends' loved one then at this point, if that's the level. It exactly. just it shook me. I was like, do you it's not have like, like a close friend at home? It's like, like, it's Jerry's fiance. We have Liz's boyfriend. Matt's pregnant girlfriend partner, Kara. <laughs> I screamed. I was like, Why? Could they not have gotten his mother? Uh, yeah. Is there really no one else? Or did he ask for Kara? That's what I want to know now. It's like, did he did he put Kara as his number one? Or was Kara kind of like maybe number two or number three? And, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe his mother couldn't. Because we, we hear from his mother in his jury villa, spoiler. But, um... He calls her, and I'm like, well, why couldn't the mom be there? I understand they're in Samoa, but, like, I mean, maybe mom doesn't like to fly. Maybe, maybe she mom, can't. She can't fly. Maybe mom is just like, you know, you do your survivor there, <coughs> and I want no part of it. I don't actually want to be there. I'll support you, but I don't want to be there. Yeah, I personally, like you said, I had no idea who Kara was and why everybody was like, oh, Kara. But I'm like, I figured it out. Was well, JP was like, it's good to see you again. I'm like, oh, she must have played before, which is great. Sure. sure. Yeah. But I'm like, is she like his bestie, like real life best friend? Or It is- seems like it. <laughs> I was, but I was just like, because I thought it was kind of sad, honestly. I was like getting sad for him, like no family wanted to come out here but maybe because there there wasn't family on brains versus brawn if i remember because it was a covid season Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so there they didn't have any. They did like a little like a phone call, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think at that time it was George's mother, but yeah, I think Mom regardless... didn't want to come out to New Island. She was like, "No, thank you." You know what? Good for Kara for getting a trip to Samoa. For real. For real. There you go. To sit on a rock and get rained on. Absolutely. Absolutely. She didn't. She didn't make it to the final time. Or the final mini challenge last time, so at least she was there. At least she was there. You know, speaking of Kara, I would honestly love to see her. I'm I'm not saying to do another returning season for the love of God. Please, all newbies next season. But on a future season, her and Y are two people that I would love to see come back because I think neither one of them really showed what their game was on Brains versus Braun, but that's a conversation for another day. Um but yeah, so we're holding on to the thing. And that's all we're doing. We got some spikes in our back. Little bitty pigs. We're just, we're just hanging on. on. And I'm like, this felt so tame to me. Compared to, you know, box of spikes. Pull down the pulley thing from, what was that, All Stars? Um, standing on the rock. Like, it, it felt so tame and I wasn't sure why. But whatever. Um, we go through the challenge. It's happening. They do pretty well. I do love that it was at the exact same point as the first two final immunity challenges. I did love that. Um, we're finally back where we were. Um, and we get an hour in and Jerry drops. And you know what? I was happy for him for lasting an hour. Because I would have lasted five minutes and my ankles would have fell off. So thank you. Absolutely. So <laughs> good, good on you, Jerry. Jerry. And then three hours in and George drops. And that was not the person I expected to drop, honestly. Who did you think? I thought it was going to be Matt just because he, like, George and Matt are very similar stature-wise. But I felt like George, because at this point, let's all be honest. It's either Liz or George is going to win the season. And it was kind of this final tribal count or this final. Why do I keep wanting to call this final tribal council? This final immunity challenge was kind of going to be to decide who was going to win the season for the most part. Mm -hmm. Because I think you swap out the winner for the person who goes home here and the same thing happens. Mm -hmm. So um, George drops and I'm like, oh, wow. Because I want to say he lasted maybe four hours on Brains versus Braun. Because it comes down to it comes down to Haley and Flick. Yeah, for sure. He definitely... it was longer than that one was a lot closer than this one was. Um so it comes down to Liz and Maddie. And Liz the whole time is like, no, I want more pain. And I'm like, okay, Liz. She's like five minutes in. Jonathan, I need you to crack my back as hard as you can. Right, yeah, I really just, I really need a back adjustment. This is not, I, the challenge, whatever, cool, I'll win it. But like, I really need my back adjusted. Can you help me out? She's like, it just like, really make, uh, the chiropractor has not been here this week on the island. Could you be it, please? I have been here for 46 days without a chiropractor. And, you know, I really need it. Um, I've been sleeping on bamboo and sand. So if you could help me out, that'd be great. So he finally cranks it up to like all the way. 32. And, and 
mat slips. It's and literally like, 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 like his hand just, just comes like off the grip. Yeah, like yeah. almost like it didn't even it just happened. Yeah. The muscle like was was running itself yeah. almost it was just to like it just kind of yeah. Just he's like, and then oh. I the hardest part of these ep- these ep- these challenges is watching them like when they're done and just like Get down. going into JLP's arms, which you should cherish that moment. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would love going into I'm like, JLP's arms. Like my favorite moment ever is when he helps Shane down from her challenge. Can she just like thank you, Jonathan? <laughs> I love it's Shane. Like her eating the cake. Thank you. Just as sweet as can be. Like oh my and God. we have to do her season two at some oh, point because it is that, a good season. for that moment alone. I love that auction. That mm. is my favorite auction it's of all best. time. So good. We didn't oh. get an auction this season. I'm mad. We, we did. We did. Do you remember Jordy? George and his baby. And his baby. It's been so long. (laughs) George won the K. That's how he got the. Oh, he won sixty thousand dollars. It's been a long season, and I'm a glass and a half of wine in. So (laughs) you know what? We're here to check you. It's I appreciate it. So Liz wins the final immunity challenge. Yay! Liz is sitting at final tribal council. In my head, that's when the check was signed right there. I did not agree. Because, okay, if we recall a few weeks ago, and I'm sure people, uh, Logan and half a white glass probably won't recall a few weeks ago, but (laughs) if we recall a few weeks ago, I talked about if Matt, when Matt is not going to if he makes it to the end, mm-hmm. he will not get votes. Mm-hmm. I talked about how Matt's game was not good and how people, the jury, I didn't think the jury would respect his game. And yeah. somebody was like, I don't know, maybe because. I do I remember like, that conversation. I don't, I don't think I was there for that, but I do think I remember watching it. Uh, maybe it was David, me, Ashley, and David. I'm pretty me. sure it was. But yeah, I think I was like, Matt's just not playing a game that I think the jury is going to respect if he doesn't make a move big enough. If he doesn't make a big enough move soon, he's not going to get the respect of the jury. And I feel like he waited so late to play the game that he didn't even make the... And then he still was punking out the moves that he was thinking about making to make. So I was like, I knew this man needed to make a better move. And when he fell off that thing, when Liz ended up winning, I was like, that's the winner. I don't care how you look at it because if if she does, if they don't get rid of George at this moment, she George is winning. If they don't get rid of George, George is winning. If they get rid of George, Liz is winning because Matt and Jerry have no game. Period. None whatsoever. And I, and I, thought, I thought about that. I was like, Wow, I called that part because well to be fair, we forgot who Matt was for the first three weeks of the show. Like truthfully, we were like, Who's Matt? I remember literally saying, Who's Matt again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I confused him with David. I confused him with mm-hmm. a lot of different people. You're like another white boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, literally another athletic white man. It wasn't until he got into the the villains tribe uh alliance mm-hmm. the vigilantes, the vigilantes 
that he was actually being remembered in this game. It wasn't until the vigilantes that he actually had a story in this game. Didn't he not have a, con- he, he was the one without a confessional for like a while, David. right? No, that was David. That was that David. Was David had Again, hi, <laughs> me confusing the white men. Sorry, it happens a but- lot. Matt was just like the leftover meat in the in the platter, right? Like exactly. even yes. the editors gave him the leftovers. He was literally like they had a name for every guy in the meat tray except Matt. Matt was like that. Even Benji piece. had a name and he made it himself. Like and he was like he was the leftover, the last piece of meat that nobody really wanted, but you don't throw away because you'll eat it later. It's just I think his one and only game move really is in that fight or flight against flick he sided with george flick didn't and i do wonder would flick be in this position if she had done that and matt didn't Um, i don't think we have the same final four because i think flick sides with I, i think i think flick at some point sides with Liz, Nina, Haley, Simon, and George goes out a lot earlier, barring mm-hmm. another twist that would take that would propel George further. So I don't know. And maybe we see a final four of all women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I think it would have been a very different scenario, but uh, to me, that's the only move Matt really made in this mm-hmm. game, other than voting out George at this tribal. And I he doesn't even get credit for the move because he didn't come up with the move. But he did. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. Matt actually did come up with this move to get rid of George in this next tribal. Mm-hmm. And he let... Well, once we get to tribal, we'll talk well, about it. We're, we're basically there. But I want to take a moment and we can celebrate the fact that George has finally been eliminated from Survivor. And I have to say, I really did not enjoy George on Brains versus Braun. I really didn't like him. And coming into the season, I was like, I'm fully prepared to not like him. And he is not my favorite player to ever play Australian Survivor. But I do give him mad props and respect because and he even says at several times that he is the best player in Australian Survivor history. No. He is one, one of. Nothing. One of the best. I will give him that. I have to say one of the best people to play. Sure, you can say that. But like until you go in and win it, right. you're the best. I'm sorry. No. Even if you yeah. hate a winner, you got to win to do it, babes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, and, I, I think he is one of the best to never win the game. That's just that. That's that I would say, like. honestly, him and Shawnee are the two best to never play, to never win the game. I think. Um, would Harry be up there? I don't remember how he did in. I don't think I would put Harry. I think I would put. Um, oh no! What is her? Um, Sharn. <gasps> you Sharn know, would be my there. third. Sharn would be my third. She's actually done something George hasn't done, and made it to final two twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is the only person. To make it to final tribal council twice, yeah. and the only person to lose twice. Well, yeah. But and, you know. and for that, you know, knowing what I know about her, I'm all right with it. 
Oh, no, don't tell me. No. Oh, Oh, well, we'll talk off podcast about it. No, Ashley. Uh, You can just look up what what she ran for. I'm not surprised, but Sharn, the character on Australian Survivor, love her. Not going to speak on the human, but the character, great. Um, So, yeah, final three, Liz. Jerry and Matt. And I have to say, for all of the completely random final tribal groupings that we've had on Australian Survivor, I think this is the second weirdest one. I think um, season, uh, Shane's season. Um, no. Which one am I it's, thinking? It must, it, season no, two no. I'm thinking of as well. Is well, little... well, that's Shane. That's Shane yeah. and Sharn. Oh, no, I'm thinking Pia and Baden. <laughs> you know, and that's fair. I was thinking of the one. Um, oh, Jericho. Jericho season um, with Jericho the girl and... with the hair who was like a farmer. That one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her name. <laughs> I can see her. I can see her with Locky. That's what I imagine in my head. Yeah. It's called Punka Meat Locky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lucky! Oh, we, I, we, we really do need to do this rewatch. We really we're 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 going back and watching all of them. Lana, if you want to join us, please. But I think Ashley and I are going to do it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, random, wild final three, and like, I always like to look back, knowing what I know about Australian Survivor and the way that they edit and like promote the show. I always like to go back and look at the promotional materials once I know who the final who's going to final tribal and see, okay, were they featured at all in the promo imaging Were they featured like in the intro package in episode one and only one of the people in this final tribal council was really featured at all. Really? It's not who you would expect. It's Simon. It's George. It's Haley. I'm trying to think who all in marketing looking back in my head now. And the other person that's kind of featured a little bit more than everybody else is Jerry. Jerry. Well, you have to feature the old guy. So everybody's like, oh, they're very diverse. They don't always. <laughs> but if you look, Liz and Matt don't really have a whole lot of promotional stuff. Liz a little bit more. <clears throat> but I would kind of put her into that like second tier of like, we're not going to put you on the poster but maybe you're like one of the smaller figures in the background of the poster. Like you're not going to be Haley and George, but maybe you're like third tier in the background, like purple shaded. Cause you're a villain like that. Maybe that scenario. Um, but yeah, we go into final tribal and this was a really strange final tribal. I don't know if y'all it was strange. It felt weird. And I think that has to do just honestly with the final three that we have. It felt like there was shading. Mm, there was um, a lot of shade. A lot of shade on the edit to one person. And I think I mm-hmm. think rightly so. He didn't win a fucking game. <laughs> you I mean, you have no game. You had nothing. You did nothing on your own and everything that you did was because of someone else and when that person is now on the jury asking you 
what did you do that was not influenced by me? And you have no answer. That question bothered me a little bit. I hate when a juror makes it about themselves, but I was like, yeah, no, but good point. Good point. I mean, good sense. point. Absolutely. Uh-huh. It absolutely. And see, and this is the thing. Matt also bugged me because he did, well, he was the one to start the we're going to vote out George movement. And uh-huh. he allowed Liz to snatch that move and own the move and just and decide that he didn't do it. Like, he really could have been like, because he was the first one after he talked to George and yeah. after Jerry made his plea of, you can send me home. I'm okay with this. You can send me out. I'm good. You know, yeah. I made it this far. I'm okay. Matt was the one who went right back to Jerry and was like, I'm not voting for you. I'm voting for George. If yeah. you want to vote for George with me, you know, that'll be, that's what yeah. you can do. We can vote for George, and whatever those two decide, that's up to them. If we got to go to Rock, but I'm not voting for you. He literally did that, and Liz did her part on her. Like they never talked about it together, and was like, "We should vote out George." They both equally made the decision that they were going to vote out George, regardless of what he did. So he could have claimed that move as well because he's like, Liz, I never talked to you about my vote. I never discussed that with you. So how do you know I didn't? And he should have told Jerry, didn't I come to you and tell you where I was voting? And that would have caused like, okay, maybe he did make that move. And I think there's validity in people and any person thinking that one move could be claimed by both people because mm-hmm. it's perception in your reality. And that's what you need to sell at a final tribal council. You could be selling seashells to a, a shell farmer. And if you sell it enough, they will buy it. Like mm-hmm. it's about your perception and how you sell. And he was just, he just let that, he didn't have a lot. He needed to claim that one because he didn't have anything else. And he should have spoken up for himself, but he kind of just withered away. Liz owned that final tribal council from beginning to the end. The and, way yeah. she yeah. the way she <laughs> swoops in and takes this George move just right out of Matt. And like Matt being like, Well, I did it in the moment, which which is true. Matt did do that. But Liz had also separately been like, oh, he took out Shawnee. I've been waiting for this moment. And finally the moment came to take out George. Liz just so masterfully owns this final tribal. And I'm going to go ahead and say one of the best final tribal performances I've seen in a very long time. She, um, as they say, ate and left no crumbs. crumbs. And I think honestly... Not having Shawnee there mm-hmm. was maybe the best possible thing for her final tribal speech because automatically everything that her and Shawnee did together, she claims because Shawnee's not there to say, and obviously Shawnee probably would because she did say on several occasions, if I don't win, I want you to win mm-hmm. and I'm going to do what I can to help you win. So I don't think Shawnee would have been like, well, actually, that was originally my idea. Shawnee's a very loyal player when it comes to those tight bonds. Yeah. Um, A Taurus is a loyal bitch. 
Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> but um. It's almost but our no, season. she's immediately able to say, I know it's almost our season. I'm so excited. Um, she's like, oh yeah, no, all of the moves, like, this is the move that I thought of. This is the move I thought of. This is the move I thought of. We worked together to do this, but this is the move that I thought of. She snatches all of these things. And then in the final please, Jerry is like, well, I'm happy regardless of what happens. And she goes, no, my game was more interesting. I did more in this game. I deserve to win. And I think it's something important that Jerry and Matt didn't think about, or maybe they did and just didn't prep themselves, is the whole jury is literally returners who've played, who've seen. You have, to, you have to talk to them in the language they know, which is strategy, game, high level. Yeah. You need to like own your shit and do it correctly. And, yeah. and Liz said, Shawnee told me what I needed to today. She taught me. Yeah. She was my coach. Jerry, not Ooh. George. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, all really Matt had to do was own what he didn't do. But like, yeah. look, my strategy was once I realized I was at the bottom of this new tribe that I got put on, I had to switch it up. I had to become the person who latched on to George and rolled his coattail all the way to the end. Is that a strategy? Yeah, because guess what? I rolled it all the way here and all of you are sitting there and I'm sitting here. Yeah. Was it the, I won when I needed to win. And even when I didn't win, I wasn't in any trouble because I engaged myself with people who were going to protect me. Yeah. And then when the time was right, I got rid of the biggest player in this game because I knew sitting next to him, I had no chance. And I left, I'm left with people who I knew I possibly had a chance. Now, is it the most strategic? Would, it, would any of you, the returners say, oh, that's the best uh, game play you played the hardest? No. But what I did was I played smarter, mm -hmm. not harder. I let yeah. other people do the work and it got me to this point. Now, if he would have talked in that language and owned up to, I didn't have the booze. I wasn't the flashiest. I didn't come up with the ideas because I didn't have to. Yeah. That yeah. is what would have swayed that no. you to look at him like. Not being the it, driver is sometimes good. Uh, if, he, if he had even said, I, I would like, literally, if he had just gone, I want each one of you to take a moment and think about whether you ever actively wanted to target me. And likely none of them would have said anything. I think that is like the perfect final, like nail in the coffin. Like if he had done all of this stuff, I honestly think it would have been a closer vote. And I think Matt maybe have had a, would have had a shot to win. Mm -hmm. I really do. Because I don't think he played a bad game by any means of the imagination. He got to the final three. He obviously He got played. to the final three. He did all of the things that he needed to do. He latched onto George when he needed to. He latched onto the vigilantes when he needed to. He did what needed to be done in the words of La Roche. But it just, he didn't sell it. Yep. Where someone sure did sell it. And she sold it well. And a unanimous vote. Can I talk about, oh, Go ahead, yes. One more thing I thought about from her pitch that I think is even... Yes. Like one, one of her, she she said Shawnee, uh, not Shawnee, George going out was her best move. I think, honestly, one of my favorite and maybe even better moves is 
her strong arming George to get Steve out, putting her away, showing her strategic mind in the moment and not something that she could do with a long time. She showed that she's quick-witted in that moment to get her agency where she wanted it to go. I think that, and she highlighted it well, but I, I thought in that, in that mode, that was the move I would have voted for her to win and with that move. And I think that's what, what that move did help catapult her to that win because some people were like who didn't know that was like yeah i strong armed george and said i was going to use my idol on flick if he didn't vote out yeah. vote the way i wanted to go because i wanted to keep flick and yeah. when they asked flick they were, she was like yeah that's true they were like oh oh so she actually strong on the king George had to bow down to what Liz is saying. Uh, that is what I think. One of the things that she said that definitely made some people go, "Ah, okay." You sense. always look for that aha moment when you're on the jury. Yeah. Everybody looks for that moment to make you go, "Ah, okay. That is why you deserve yeah. my vote." Because as a part of a jury, you can do whatever you want to do. You can vote how you want to vote. It can be a bitter vote. It can be a personal vote. It can be your friend vote. It can be whatever. But if somebody is coming in the classic um, argument that I can think of, of somebody doing this in tribal to make everybody say, ah, I think of Marianne. When Marianne and, and U.S. Survivor made that pitch and told her, her whole plan and how she got from final five to that final three and yeah. had that idol and all everybody was like we ain't noticed about marianne we ain't see aha it was yeah. the moment and that was liz's aha moment when she was like i did this i made moves every move i made sure it was some moves i made together with george and with shawnee but yeah. that move was all me and yep. everybody could attest to it. Flick could attest to it. Shawnee could if she was sitting here. But and George knows. And and they asked George, and he was like, "Yep, it happened." So yeah, that was an yeah. aha moment. Yeah, we have a winner. I'm so <laughs> we thrilled. do get the crown, yes! queen. Ah! queen. I yes. am so thrilled. She. I remember when we talked week one, she was someone that I was like, I'm keeping my eye on her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I called it, I called her as my, her and Simon was my pick for week one too. Yeah, exactly. I remember that, mm -hmm. yeah. Like she, I mean, attaching yourself to two of the best to ever win mm -hmm. is a great strategy. Mm -hmm. Shields get you places and they are the best shields. Yeah. I, they're they're I, shiny. I will Very say funny. she she may be my second or third favorite winner, honestly. I know her game wasn't like all that big and bold and out there, but I really enjoy the way that she played, the way that she navigated on a season like this. I think she is truly I, a great, I, a great winner. Yeah, I love a game that's not big and flashy. I can appreciate a game that is stealthily navigating through things. Because that's how you play. I, I was going to say, I can see myself in her. Yeah. I, I, I see myself in her to an extent, though I'm a little bit more chaotic. She, her, she, I mean, I see myself with her social game aspect because I couldn't win a competition to save my life. So Insane. that part, I'm like, eh. But I definitely, and I'm just I, blunt and honest. <laughs> I just definitely understand and love watching a stealthy game. Mm -hmm. And making moves that's 
not super obvious like okay yeah you're making this big old move and and I think that's why I like Mark's game last season as well because he wasn't the one that was out front even though he should have been or he could have been because he's that big bulky physical guy and you would expect him to be the one out in the front barking orders and you know making things happen but he wasn't he let other people do it for him and he'll plant the little seeds like this is what i think we should do and people will go do it and i i enjoyed that and liz was like she was several times when she was at the bottom when the swap tribe swap happened she didn't know if and then when jordy left it was kind she didn't know how she was going to navigate she just seemed to get through the toughest situations when she needed to. And then she won when she needed to. And then she had people who were bigger shields than she was. So even when people were trying to come for her, they just didn't or couldn't. Yeah. It, it was, I, I enjoyed her game. And yeah. that's that. I love seeing her, uh, boyfriend partner there like hugging her and giving her love as she deserves and Mm -hmm. then like every everyone on the jury like in their in their confessional just being like you did the damn thing you earned this damn thing like let's go like i'm so happy and like the newbie won the season a newbie won the season we really did not think and an all i will say an all final tribal council of newbies newbies wild so crazy. Uh, all jury of returnees. The whole jury. The jury is all returnees. All returnees. And the oh. three are newbies. Like crazy. But that's yeah. so good. It was yeah. compelling TV. It was. Mm-hmm. It really was. This overall, is... overall, what do we like this season? Because overall, I feel like this was, like, what's the tier? Do I, is this a superior season? Well, I was going to say, are is... we going to judge it the same way we do Drag Race? Oh, Sure. I, my cup is, you know what, my cup's at about like an 85 for the season as a whole. I think it has its strong moments. I think it has its very low moments, but those tend to be towards the beginning of the game, honestly. I think the casting of this season was really well done. The returnees, if they chose to come back, were really great, mostly because, you know, Haley was here, Nina was here, Shawnee was here. So, like, I was thrilled. Um, I was enthralled. The gameplay itself was so good. The merge was good. I would say the post-merge was a lot stronger than the pre-merge. But that's typically how Australian Survivor goes anyway. So um, I'm not surprised by that. I was so happy to finally see George get voted out of the game. The gag of Haley going out. Nina getting robbed at fifth. Like, at this season just kept me on my toes with everything that they did. And has a great winner. So I'm going to say an 85 for this season. Um, I'm gonna describe a drink and how I my season, and then I'll say how full it is after. Right. Um, so I once was in Miami and spent like twelve to fifteen dollars on this like fruit juice, which I thought was like, oh, it's gonna be great. And yeah. had like like pears and apples and like grapes and shit I like. So I was like, oh, I'm okay. so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so okay. excited! And then I and I looked, I'm like, oh, there's a little ginger in that. Ginger should be fine. Ginger's George, by the way. <laughs> 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 so I opened the drink. 
and I take a drink, and all I got hit with was ginger and ginger. And the only thing I could do was gulp it down so quick because I wasn't about to waste that twelve dollars. I wasn't gonna not. leave it. Mm-mm. I was gonna finish it. I'm there till the end, and I finished it, and I couldn't taste the ginger at the end because it was gone. Just much like George being at the end. So, <laughs> but I loved everything else. It was nutritious. It gave me life. It gave me energy. Oh I was goodness. so excited. My favorites were in there, such as Simon. I had like the apple juice, the grapefruit, like the things I loved, and they were good. But there's just too many. If, so, if Simon's George. if Simon's the apple, does that make Shawnee the grapefruit? Yeah, I do love grapefruit. So yes. Period. <laughs> yes. Um. No, but like I think my cup was probably. If we could get the editing of the confessionals a little more fair across the board, so our winner has yeah. more than like 25 confessionals compared to George's mm. like 152, mm. I would be Literally. happier about that. So my cup is probably at like a solid 76. Okay. Okay. I think my cup is. Mm. Okay, so this is what I feel. This is my little description. I won't try to match Ashley's because that was like <laughs> that was like pure perfection. I'm thinking about a drink now that's in right, my I'm cup like, that's 85 percent full. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about one. I'll I'll come back. I'll, I'll do it after after yours, Lana. I'm not gonna do that because I feel like there's no way I can top Ashley's perfections of a drink. But mm-hmm. I will say this, and I'll use this analogy. Because I, I've been reading a lot of books lately. I've been reading a lot of books lately. And I'm reading this book right now that's really good. It started off kind of slow. Kind of slow. And I was like, yeah, okay, I don't know if I want to finish. You know how you started something? You're like, I don't know if I want to finish reading this mm-hmm. book. But I'm, I'm like, you know what? Let me read a couple of more chapters into the book. By the time I got to like the fifth chapter, I was hooked. I'm in yeah. golf. I'm like, yes, this is good. I like the characters. I like the the building of the characters, and and I like the the backstories that I'm getting from other characters. This is great. Then I get to like chapter fifteen, sixteen of the book, and they introduce this new character, and I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I wish they would go away very quickly. Like they become the instant villain of the. That's George, by the way. George is chapter 15 and 16. And this person just lingers longer than I want them to stay. Like, they actually make it to, like, chapter 30 of the book. And I'm like, it's only 36 chapters of this book. And I really want this person to be gone because they're just doing nothing but making chaos and hurting my favorite characters. And they're just stalling the relationship that I want between these two characters. I want these two characters to be finally get together but this person who was introduced in chapter 15 to 16 is hanging around up until chapter 30 and we have no resolve finally we get to 30 31 and the person who i don't like is finally dealt with and removed from the situation and i'm like okay great now my characters can finally get together before we get to chapter 36 and 37 where it ends because the epilogue is coming at 30 after chapter 37 Okay, so yeah. I want my my couple to finally get together, declare their love for each other, be happy, and then I get my epilogue. But it's still some back and forth because it's tension because the person yeah. who was there caused tension and now it's taking longer for them to get there happily ever after. But, and the, hap- the, the, the tension is Matt and Jerry. 
by the way. <laughs> Perfect. They, they won't go away, and I just yeah. want Liz to just get her happily ever after. But by the time it gets to the epilogue, Liz is happy. Everybody's happy. I'm happy. The book turns out to be a really good read, and I want to read it again. So I think my cup is at a solid 89 because I enjoyed okay. it. I did. I enjoyed the season. It kept me engaged the entire time. It was some people who I really, really love. And in the pre-jury, I missed some of those people. I'm like, ah, oh, I really wish they could have lasted a little bit longer. But I you couldn't know. tell you a single person that was voted out in the pre-jury other than yeah, Anjali. Could. Anjali is the only one I can think of right now. How can you forget of the one true hero of the season? Jackie. Rogue. Rogue. Oh, <laughs> fuck, that. <laughs> fuck that dumb bitch. So... Okay, so if Lana used a book, Ashley used a fruit juice. I'm gonna go for a wine. I think I, I like I, I come I came up with an analogy while y'all were both talking. So not this wine because the wine that I just had a Portuguese rosé, by the way, very good, um, very very good, and I like a crisp, dry rosé. So this was like perfect for me. I hadn't tried it before, but one of my favorite Pinot Grigios. I forget the brand, but it has this like beautiful bottle. And that's why I always buy it because I'm like, oh, the packaging is so good. And the packaging for this season was very, very good. Obviously, we see, you know, the heroes versus villains. Oh, my gosh. We're having a reused theme. The returners are so good. Like, you have this returning on top of everything. We almost had Christy as a returner, and that would have made the season even better. But it's okay. We didn't have that. And so when I opened the bottle... To my surprise, it's a sparkling Pinot Grigio. And I'm like, what do you mean a sparkling Pinot Grigio? Because we started the season and I was, like, it was unexpected. The way that the first couple episodes went down was like, oh, no, can they, can all these people just, the bad people leave? Cool. And so I start to drink the Pinot Grigio and you get hit immediately. Like, the notes on the bottle say, like, citrus and apple and pear and whatever because those are typically like the flavor notes when it comes to a pinot grigio and this one you immediately just get sour and that's george yes and as time goes on that sour kind of mellows a little bit because mm -hmm. you've been drinking a little bit the tipsiness whatever and that's kind of my progression on how i felt about george and then you get like the sweeter notes and those are like the Haley and the nina and the shawnee and the liz and the um, I don't know the flick. Even I, I enjoy flick. Um, the Simon. Um, there were moments I did not like him, but mm -hmm. I came around. Um, and so by the end, you're just sitting there with this like really lovely, crisp wine experience. Yeah. So that's gonna be my analogy for this season. Mm -hmm. The Champagne Alliance, but with the Pinot Grigio. The mm -hmm. Champagne Alliance, but literally with Pinot Grigio. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think we should start doing analogies like this for the end of every season. I really <laughs> enjoyed that, honestly. It was a journey. It was a journey. And this season has been a journey. We're done with this season, though. We are out of International right. Survivor for now. But we may be back very soon. We know we want to do a review of season one of Australian Survivor. So that will be coming at some point in the near future. I don't know when, just because we have a lot going on. We're all human. We all have busy lives. So at some point in the near future, you will get a review of Australian Survivor season one, which I'm really thrilled to go back and watch. I've only seen it once. 
Uh, and it's one of my favorite seasons. So I'm thrilled to go back and watch it. Um, but in the interim, any final thoughts on Australian Survivor Heroes versus Villains? If you haven't, take the time. Go watch the Jury Villas. Go uh, see a lot of those are a lot of fun, a lot of input up from right away. George's Jury Villa is one of my favorite Jury Villas I've ever seen, honestly. The, the like, shaving? I'm like, it's the shaving, but it's honestly his demeanor throughout the whole thing. Because he finally drops the character. And I'm like, that's George. Right. Like, I, I see it. I found it funny. Like, the one person we see him hanging out with, this, this is his side talk, is Simon gives him a, a shave. And, like, literally the people that everyone else is like, eh, whatever, George is here. We're happy to see him. Yeah. You know, whatever. But, like, Simon's, like, the only one, like, game talking and debriefing with him the next day, it, it appears. Yeah. And, like... So it was really cool because the rest of it's him dancing by himself or him bathing by himself or him talking to his mom. Like, you know. His conversation was, he was like, hi, I got fourth. Also, I have a scar. Like, that was the... oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, George is finally kind of likable. It's because of the edit, honestly, and like how much he puts yeah. himself on. But we the, he already has been blocked, so I don't need to say anything more. Exactly. <laughs> Lana, any final thoughts? great season overall i'm not mad at it and um it was fun watching it and uh, talking about it with you guys it was a lot but it was always it's, yeah i knew that coming in i didn't come in blind this time like, I last, knew, season. like last season i was very shocked at how much this show was but well uh, and that was also condensed into eight weeks so even towards the end, we were still getting three episodes a week. Whereas this one, I liked that they did two episodes a week for the last three weeks. I did appreciate that. I um I got smarter, <laughs> not smarter. I got less bold this season and didn't watch every single episode live. So it was a lot better for my sleep schedule. Yeah, I was hard. not doing that anymore. Once no. the last season, watching those live episodes, I was like, "Ooh, no, this is not for me." Maybe but we take. Oh no, no, thank you. No, maybe no. we take Australian Survivor at our own pace. Maybe we do an episode per episode. I don't know, maybe or two episodes per episode. We could take it at whatever pace we want it to be, which I'm thrilled about. So good. Uh, so but, that way we're not watching three feature length films a week. But and won't be. <laughs> nope. With that said, thank you so much for joining us on our Australian Survivor journey. Like we said, we will be back at some point in the near future for Australian Survivor season one. Thrilled. I don't know who's going to be doing that. Hopefully the three of us and maybe some other people. Um, maybe some special guests, Ashley. I'm looking. I'm looking in your direction, Ashley Keenan. I can make a lot of special. Well, I don't know how special, but I can. I can make guests happen. (laughs) I know you know people, so I have. Uh Oh Oh, no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh, I put airplane mode. (laughs) let's just get out of here thank you so much for joining us we will be back for australian survivor season one at some point we are currently covering survivor 44 as well hopefully we'll get ashley on that at some point because those have been fun episodes uh, let me tell you um so uh make sure to follow subscribe to the channel click the bell we do so much reality content and we're not doing all reality content anymore we do wrestling content We do Eurovision content. We do a lot of Drag Race content, though. So make sure to check out all of the content that we're doing for shows that you're interested in and even shows you're maybe not interested in. Um, Buy some merch. Follow us on Twitter. 
Um, do the things with the stuff and the stuff and the things. Like scribe, make us. All of them. And with that being said, I'm a little more tipsy than I thought I was going to be by the end of this. Cheers! Cheers, everybody! Woo! Um, well, bye now. Who should we vote out of the jury? Um, um, I think we should vote Lana out of the jury. I will uh, happily I'll, I'll leave the jury. Oh no! Like, I will happily leave the jury. Bye. You've won enough. It's fine. I hate juries. <laughs> <laughs>